everybody. Uh, welcome to the Tap That Ash podcast. Uh, I think that is our uh, working name. Is that? I mean, is that what we're going to call it? I guess we're we're not very creative individuals, so sure. Well, no, we came up with Tap That Ash, and I feel like that's pretty creative. Well, I mean, if people were to go to the website now, they would see nothing. Okay, no, let's. I'm just going to clarify because they would see something. They would see a page that says we're rebuilding Tap That Ash from the ground up. Okay, well, fair enough, I suppose. And and that page has been there for about a, a two years, so <laughs> it's true. It's true. But so let's just go yeah. with that as the title, and that's okay. We'll, okay, we'll go with that. And if we change it, yeah, well, it make, doesn't maybe really we'll come up with it's something. It's our podcast. I don't care. People don't. Yeah, like it. I mean, what are, what's somebody gonna do? Not listen? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's listening. They're probably anyway. not gonna listen anyway. So there yeah. you go. So, um, yeah. So well, I think this is kind of our rebooting, almost like a relaunch to tap that ash. Uh, We've talked about it a little bit on the site, uh, not in the videos because we didn't, we haven't done videos in hell. It's been three, four years since we did a video. Uh, at least, yeah, probably closer but, to five. But, yeah, but we talked about it on the site in on some post at some point that the reason that we stopped doing videos and the reason that there was a big lull in uh, in our posting was because we moved away. Uh, I moved away first, and then you moved away uh, a little bit further away, and then now I moved again. Uh, so we're not at opposite ends of the country anymore, but we're a little bit closer, so it kind of works out. But I think this is a good happy medium to the, uh, you know, the videos, the regular videos, and the regular posts and stuff like that to let us, you and me, get together and and do our thing. No, I agree. I'm. Uh glad we kind of worked it out and figured it out and it took a little while to figure out how to make it work but i think um i think we're on the right track here so what are we, what are we smoking so today we are going to be doing the viaje carolina reaper yeah i'll tell you i have a few of these um in the oh look at you door. mister i've got a few of them um okay humble brag we want to talk about earlier but um <laughs> you know i I have a few of these, and I haven't had one yet, but I really did like the Viaje Jalapeno, which is kind of a similar similar cigar, I feel like. So so you've never had a, a, the Reaper? I have not. This will be... Okay. Uh, did you ever have a ghost pepper? No. Really? Okay, see, I never had a ghost pepper, but I've had the Reaper once or twice before. Well, don't, um, don't tell me about it, because I don't want you to poison the well, you know? Well, um, I mean, it's like the jalapeno times three. Oh, good. Oh, good. So, so there you go. Yeah. If you remember what the jalapeno was like, if you like them, you know? Yeah, no, and I did like the jalapeno. It's got a little, it's an interesting Vitola. Um, perfecto. Is that, isn't that what it is? Is a perfecto? Yeah, it's got a little nipple on the bottom. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's why I wanted to smoke it tonight. Uh, I, and nobody else can see you, but you look really cold, <laughs> dude. It's I, I don't know. It says it's sixty three degrees outside, but it's like a cool wind. I think a cold front's coming in, and it's Texas. You think like, like Texas in South Texas? It's it's warm right now. It should be, but it's. Yeah. It, I mean, my watch says sixty eight degrees, but it feels like it's like fifty, forty eight. 49.50? I don't know, man. I don't know. 76 here in uh, Orlando, so... In sunny Florida. So, less than sunny at the moment. Yeah, well, okay, so I, I almost feel like that time, way back when, when we did the uh, 12 Days of Drew Estate UF-13 Nothing video. Was as cold as the 12 Days of Drew Estate <laughs> UF-13 video. <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of feeling it right now, a little bit. No, there was no, there's nothing that's that cold. I I was in Alaska last week and I still wasn't that cold. So you're you're telling everybody who may or may not be listening that New Mexico, Eastern New Mexico, that specific time was the coldest that you've ever been. No, I mean it was colder in Alaska, but it certainly certainly felt awfully chilly that day in Clovis. So so you're lying. So you're lying. Usually, how? Usually. I mean, how is anybody going to want to listen to what you have to say about anything if you're just going to be lying? Well, I'll cry into my bourbon. <laughs> Are you drinking bourbon? Uh, no, I got a water. 
<laughs> I got water. Yeah, oh, you're, like, you're like shivering. That's uh, makes me sad for you. Yeah, no, I mean it's um, yeah, it's it's a little, it's a little shivery, but it's okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna die. <clears throat> I mean, you're just lighting it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to trying. I'm trying to give it a little sniff, bro. It's a you know? it's a cigar. You know, we're we're, well, we're smoking. Trying to trying to get a little sniff sniff, so. a little sniff sniff action. Okay, well, it's awkward for everybody. I, I mean, you know, just trying to make sure if anybody's on the fence about getting them. You know, it doesn't. I, I've come to feel like the viajes smell very uh, shitty. It's it's a barnyard. It's yeah, it's a barnyard. Yeah. It's like a good barnyard. That's what they smell like. They smell like shit. But they're I feel like the cigars that smell like shit are always good. Okay. So, so you, you know, just, take that how you so want. So you just alienated a uh, cigar manufacturer on podcast uh, number one. So that's good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I also said that I feel like cigars that smell like shit are always good. So, you know. If old Andre Farkas can't get over that fact, then I guess he can cry into his millions of dollars so, that he's making. But you may be onto something with the the smelling like a barnyard, and I think I think about. Um, I wonder if that's why. Uh, you know that I don't ever get that barnyard smell from like a Pete Johnson offering from Tat. You know, I don't know if that's why I don't ever get that barnyard smell because it's just not good. So um, that's number two yeah. that we've alienated. Two. So we'll see if we can. I feel like I feel like nobody is gonna want to come on our podcast as a guest if we're talking shit about everybody. Okay, but first of all, listen, you have to have a listener first, then we can talk well, about guest spots. Okay, well, you know, maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, no, we're pretty- I'll have you know we were on the Drew Estate homepage uh, in for Christmas in 2012. It was genius. It was genius. It was genius. Uh, it's just, you know, it's almost 2019 now. So. <sighs> yeah, but you can you can uh, I feel like you can, uh, like you can still use the accolades that you got like for the rest of your life. You know. Like, that's the best thing I've ever well, done. Well, is that like, you know, sitting on the couch when you're when you're 45 and 45 pounds overweight and saying, you know, I was the high school football quarterback, varsity yeah. starter? Because that's just as pathetic, I'll be honest. Yeah. Well, that's that's what it is. Well, I'm so, sorry you're so pathetic. I don't, I don't know okay. what to say. Well, then I don't want to hear you ever use the Drew Estate homepage thing, all right? Well, you can make that statement, but I don't have to abide by it. Okay. So you're a liar yet again. I have to have my fan on. It's it's a little warm outside. You're in the wrong place, could, my friend. If we could just split the difference, like I could push a little bit of this cold front towards you, and you could push a little bit of the heat towards me. Doesn't that make a tornado? Uh, it makes us something I'm not interested in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I... I notice, you know, just I, the frame that I'm looking at, even the iPad frame, um, it's a little cut off here, but is that a Nebraska football shirt you're wearing? It is. This is the Nebraska Bowl shirt from 2010, Bridgepoint Education Holiday Bowl when they played Washington. Well, you know what's good about this season for you is you'll be able to save money by not buying a bowl shirt this year. You know what I mean? Like, it's a money-saving opportunity. Okay, now hear me out. Two years ago, Nebraska made it into a bowl game with five wins. Okay, mm-hmm. because of yeah, because there weren't there were a lot of crappy teams. Yeah. Okay. So there's still three games left, yeah, right? Yeah. Two games, three. This is your story, actually. Three. Yeah, three games. <laughs> three games left. And Nebraska plays Illinois this upcoming weekend, which is winnable, I think. That should be a win based on the way they've been playing. Then we go to uh, East Lansing and play the Spartans. And 
that is winnable, I think. Maybe? Um, I mean, they're all winnable, technically. I guess, I guess I would hearken back to weeks ago when I would have said that you're playing Akron, and that's a winnable game. Okay, but to be fair, we didn't get to play Akron. Um, yeah, and then who who'd you play week your actual week one? Who was your first? C- Colorado. Okay, and they're, they're they're they can be tough at times. I guess those those buffs they can get it. Dirty buffs. Those dirty buffs will get it. And then who was week two or week three? But really week two. Troy. Troy. Okay, so that's a winnable game. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Okay, but I just want to point out that. Last week at Ohio State, it was like a five-point game. Also a winnable game. It was a winnable game. So if they can almost beat Ohio State, then I think you can safely say that Nebraska can beat Michigan State. No, they can be. So what I will say is that um, Ohio State, when they were losing um, a, a week before that, looked like the most gutless bunch of losers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was a good day for, I so, think, college football. So now, hold on. So we've alienated two cigar companies, the entire state of Ohio, and yeah. I have alienated Nebraska. Yeah. So we're getting, and Colorado, yeah. probably. And Colorado. Well, that's okay. Nobody cares about Colorado. Um, so, yeah, this cigar... Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on it, uh, like from having a jalapeno and kind of the your differences there? Yeah, I mean, I think it's not nearly as spice forward as the jalapeno was. I think um, that one just kind of popped you in the mouth a little bit more than this one does. It's kind of mellow and um, good flavor, but it's really mellow. So I'm, I'm not sure exactly what to think of it. Yeah, and, and I think I'm with you. I mean, it's not... Like to me, there's there's just the tiniest bit of spice on my the back of my throat, but it's not anything like a jalapeno is. It's not anything like uh, what I would associate with a cigar that's in the same line as the jalapeno. So, and with such a dynamic name, well, which is right. I mean, yeah, and so maybe they should maybe Andre should rename this to the Green Bell Pepper. I mean, maybe an orange bell pepper. Maybe an orange bell pepper. But that being said, Andre, if you need somebody to redo your branding for these. And and I think you do. And and you might need to. I'm just going to say I'm a professional, arguably a professional. And I I don't know if you've seen the Sombrero de Copa. That just came out no, from stroking. from Espinosa, but the band and it. box design is all me, baby. So he is take it, it to the bank. Okay, so that was um, both shameful and shameless all at the same time. Hey, man, which is a challenge. So congratulations to you for being able to uh, to get both of those things done at the same time. And end scene. You know what I'm saying? That was like, give me an Oscar. Give me an Oscar. Okay. Well, I'm not really sure. See, and this is the problem when you, um, you know, when you work with people who maybe, I don't know, aren't professional, um, don't have a sense of the entertainment industry, uh, like I do. That, um, okay. Okay. You end Listen. up getting you end up getting this kind of riff raffy conversation. So I, I'm sorry. I'm not really sure where to Are go. you equating you going to strip clubs as being part of the entertainment industry? Is no, that what no, I'm getting I'm out of this? Is that you're no, familiar no. with the entertainment industry because you put dollar bills in strippers' panties? Is that what you're telling me? No, that's not at all what I'm saying. What, what I'm saying is. Um, that I am, you know, familiar with the entertainment industry from my years in uh, in the movie industry in Los Angeles. So, uh, uh, I was an extra you know, in Whiskey Tango Foxtrot in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 
So. Yeah, I know. I heard all about your little, um, your infatuation with Tina Fey. Maybe Tina Fey wants to be a guest on this show. Book it. Book it. Tina, have your, Book have your people it. call my people. And my people it um, is just me because I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we don't, I don't, have, people. We don't have people. I mean, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe we'll have assistance one day. Maybe this is what we do 24-7. We just smoke cigars and make podcasts and videos and... And get mouth cancer. Get mouth cancer. Okay. I mean, it yeah. got to die sometime, right. you know? Well, I mean, that's true. Might as well die having fun. I worry, though, that we're the only ones having any fun. <laughs> well, I don't... Listen. You know? And I'm not gonna. I don't want to bag on, on, uh, on cigar podcasts or cigar reviewers or video content creators in the cigar realm. But ugh, there's not a lot of. I don't want to say talent. That's not the word. It's not talent. Wow. Talent's not the word. But I don't know if you've listened to some cigar podcasts. Or I sadly have. Okay, and, and here's the, my point, right? I'm not saying we're better than them. I'm just saying there's no bar. Like, there's no bar that's set that somebody says, oh, Cigar Podcast? You gotta listen to A. A is the best Cigar Podcast. B is okay, but A is what's up. Like, nobody says that, right? So, all I'm saying is there's no bar, right? So, it sounds like those guys have a lot of fun. So if they have a lot of fun, then why can't we? Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Well, you better cuz you're getting you're really very close to being kicked off the podcast. I don't think that's true. Well, I don't think that's what's actually going to happen. If you don't think that I can do two voices and make it seem like I'm two people, you're wrong, pal. Well, I'm just saying nobody else would like that. Well, think everyone's here for you, huh? I mean, I'm a fan favorite. Fan favorite. <laughs> fan favorite. <laughs> a fan favorite. Dude, I bring the jokes. Like that heater? That heater joke? Going back? It was gold. Okay, didn't we talk about earlier how you can't use like accolades? I'm not using... No, you are. I'm not using you the are. accolade. The joke itself is You're hearkening my back. material. You're hearkening back to a video that was on the Drew Estate homepage during Christmas in like 2012, maybe 2013. This from the guy. This this from the guy who still gets a boner when Tom Osborne walks across the football field. Yeah, but I'm hearkening back too far. Hey, don't talk about Tommy like that. Tommy, don't talk about Tommy like that. That guy's one icy driveway away from my broken hip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nah, man. I'm just, I, don't, I don't wish that on you. That guy's, I'm not that guy's invincible, that man. He's never dying. I don't want that to happen. Let's just get that clear before, you know, people in Nebraska start mailing me rotten corn and stuff, all right? That's, I don't want that to happen. Listen, I'm just saying listen. he's very close to an icy driveway, which is very likely in Nebraska. It's snow country away from cracking that, that femur, you know? <laughs> I... I I find it hard to think that you're not trying to get hate mail. That's all I'm saying. And and you know what? You know what? Uh, everybody, uh, Nebraska listeners specifically, if you want to send mail to Arrogant Burner, uh, bad stuff, um, you can do it at uh, 14. I'm just kidding. I don't know what your new address is. I still have your old address. Send nudes, you know what I mean? Send, send nudes, nudes, send me nudes. Just, just <laughs> slide into DMs and do it. Send nudes. Uh, I don't know. Don't ask uh, for Nebraska nudes, bro. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> well, that's fair. I mean... I mean, that's fair. I'm Nebraskan, so I'll just send them to you, and then you'll know. <laughs> yeah, I, so what you're saying is that Nebraskan corn is smaller than the other corn. Yeah, but it's, but it's, it's smaller, but it's more flavorful and more potent, so... Okay. Okay. Well, take take that how you will. That. Take that how you will. I'll I'll take it. So, uh, <laughs> good God, let's find a topic. What are you drinking? 
uh, water. <laughs> oh, Jesus, me too. That's that was not good. That was not well okay. To out. be fair, and this is a work night, correct? You're going to work tomorrow. Uh, I am working. Tomorrow, okay, and yeah. and as am I. So I don't really feel like getting lit tonight. You know. You get lit on one drink. Hey, this is dad. Kind of a, this is dad life, bro. When you kind of a dandy, huh? Your everything goes away when you're a dad. You just you have no. You can't. I can't watch any bad shows anymore because it's too much for me. You know. You make it sound so fun. That's fun. You make it it's fun. So it's fun. Enticing. It's fun. It's fun. It's good. There's good. There's good and bad, just like everything else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. Just like this cigar. Um, the bad right now is that it's going out on me. It won't stay lit. It's got mine's gone out on me probably a, a eight eight times since we started. That's um, it's not that's not good. I don't know. What's the humidity like there in Orlando right now? Uh, it's probably close to a hundred percent. Okay, so that could potentially have something to do with it. Yeah, but I smoke in 100% humidity all the time. Sure, I'm not saying it's not a defect in the cigar, but that could have something to do. Listen. Thanks a lot, Andre. Listen, all right, look. Right now, so you're you're thinking 100. Well, I'm looking. I'm checking. Okay. So right now, my humidity in San Antonio is 89%, so I'm pretty high up there as well. Uh, 92%. Okay, so we're pretty close, right? We're within 3% humidity. So maybe, maybe... That's a contributing maybe factor. Humidity. Maybe. Okay, maybe. Sure. Maybe. It feels moist. It feels a little moist outside. Um, it does... It does feel moist. Um, does your wife hate the word moist? Is it your wife that doesn't like the word moist? She, it is. Yeah. It is. She hates moist. You know, I... I, on the other hand, like it moist. Well... She hates the word moist. Well, who doesn't like it moist? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's fair. I got a ghetto bird hovering above me, so oh, that's uh, ghetto bird. good for the podcast. Ghetto bird. <laughs> it's good for the listeners. It's like I'm in the goddamn ghetto. It's like a South Central fucking LA around here. Yeah, but it's but it's not. You're in Orlando. Yeah, I know, and that's what's funny, right? It's going to sound like the ghetto. It's just that I live near an airport. Yeah, well, you know, in LA you've got gangs. In Orlando you've got Cubans. I mean, what's the difference? Um, you've been listening to a lot of Fox News, or what's, <laughs> uh, what's happening? Yeah, like, you know, like maybe that's a Fox News thing. I meant Cuban cigars. I mean, go. Uh, you, you know, wait a second. Did you think I meant the Cuban people? Uh, with your little uh, Hannity-esque tirades, you know. I'm more of a Megyn Kelly tirade, bro. <laughs> I know. On point, dude. Okay, let's stop and talk about that for a minute. All right, because I would imagine that a lot of cigar guys, um, a lot of cigar guys, I, I feel like they keep up with that stuff, right? They keep up with the news. They keep up. There's a, there's a lot of, I'll say there's a lot of uh, groups of people who don't care about the news and what's going on. But I feel like cigar guys are, they're a group that people, they follow that stuff. I've met some pretty dense cigar guys. Well, and I'm not saying... I'm just saying from a general perspective. Not everyone. So you're generalizing. I'm generalizing. Like, uh, I'm gen- like when you made your, your race comment earlier. No. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's gross generalizations. So generalizations. And, and uh, stereotypes is what this podcast is about, evidently. Well, yeah. I mean, we got to see how far we can go. You got to erase racism. You know what I mean, Cody? You got to... A racism. Yeah, the racism there, Dirty Larry. You know what I mean? Got a racism. Okay, a racism. Hashtag a racism. So, no, so what I was going to say was, what the hell is going on right now? In this... Uh, in this I think our listeners are figure, trying to figure that out. Too. Oh, you mean in, in, the in world. society? In the world. Oh. Yeah, in the world. It's yeah. a given that they don't know what's going on right now in this podcast. In the world, what the hell is going on? Uh, you know, I think somehow we have uh, we as a as a group, and it's both sides, right? It's everybody kind of you know 
both certainly both the the far end of, of both sides of the spectrum. Maybe not so much the middle, but certainly the, the far ends. Um, there's just no accounting for um, other people, right? There's there's so much hate and so much vitriol and so much um, yeah. It's, it's hard for me to really find the word. It's just there's so much hatred out there that it's nobody can do anything, and they'll never be able to do anything. Well, you know, we're living in the offended world, right? Like. Yeah, it really is. You know? like Everything uh, can be offensive, even when it's not. Even when it's not offensive, it can be offensive. And, and mm-hmm. it's it's sad that we have to toe this line and walk on these eggshells every single day. Like, can I say this? Am I going to be able to say this without getting hammered by somebody because I said something that was never meant to be offensive? And I'm not saying okay. that it's not ignorant, right? Because there's some ignorant shit. But and people say ignorant things, but that doesn't mean that it was intended to be offensive. And I think people need to look past that. Sometimes people are just ignorant. Sometimes people are just stupid. But if their intent is not malicious, then why are we getting? What's the problem? Like, can we just educate people without like throwing them right. under the bus? So, so, like your comment about you know sometimes people are just ignorant. I I think back to. Um, Whoever the blender was at Oliva who made that Cane Lancero, that's ignorance. Yeah. Like, that's a terrible cigar. And that's, that is offensive. I'll be honest. Yeah. That is offensive. Yeah, that was- so if you're hearing what sounds like the pitter-patter of liquid hitting the ground... I'm not oh pissing. Oh my god! Oh, it's good. it's no, raining. No, 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 no. It's raining. Nope, 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 nope. nope. You are not going to get away with that. You're not going to use pitter patter. What's wrong pitter patter? And piss in the same sentence. Why? Why? What's? It's it's called alliteration, bro. Because it. it... Yeah, pitter patter, pissing. No. Well, I mean, it may... No, no, no. It is. It is a literal... <laughs> That's strictly against the that. rules on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, manipulation of the English okay. language? We're not doing that on this podcast. Any any, any bozos can manipulate the, the English it's... language. Oh, hey. Email. Mail time. Mail time. Cigar-fed love potion back in stock. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for a second. Just from a general perspective, Okay. I love Cigar Federation. I think uh, the store, what they uh, offer from all their cigar brands and everything is great. I've bought from Cigar Federation a bunch when I lived in small town New Mexico and there was no cigar uh, shop that was close by. I was part of the Cigar of the Month Club and I got really cool boutique brands and I love that stuff. Okay, so now that I've prefaced this comment with this, uh, what is up with all of their, like, I guess they're just in-house, right? They're just house cigars. Yeah. No, they have and, so many. Every single week there's a new one. So then I question, right, are they, are they blending these cigars? Are they buying somebody's overstock? Or maybe they're buying the El Cheapo bundles and rebranding them. You know, I heard about an enterprising um, cigar company. Uh, I think they were new, new on the on the on the scene, and they were um, came up with what what I think, frankly, was a brilliant marketing scheme. And um, you know that that company. Uh, actually got several people to review their super unknown cigar and as it turns out it was uh not all that great yeah yeah it was a el chivo bundle it was it was so then i wondered is cigar fed uh doing that as well or are they making these blends in-house or are they doing a 
lost and found type um, scenario where they find a bunch of cigars in a warehouse. I mean, so this, you know, and I'll say there's a lot of profanity in the email talking about uh, the love potion. Um, well, as as is what it probably should be with something called the love potion. I would assume. So, um, yeah, it's got a effing 10-year-age dark Ecuadorian wrapper. Okay. Um, it includes chipotle and cayenne pepper with a strong mocha character and dulce de leche sweetness. What in the hell does that mean? It's buzzwords. It is. It's, it's buzzwords. So here's my theory, right? Here's my theory about these about cigar feds uh, in-house cigars that they release every week or so. I think what they're doing is they have these agreements with uh, the manufacturers that they sell the cigars, right? It could be anybody. They sell tons of brands on the cigar fed store. But I think probably what it most likely is, and I would love to be proved wrong, but I think what most likely it is, is that these manufacturers are telling them, hey, we have seconds of this cigar. And this cigar you can take, rebrand, and you just buy the seconds. Jesus Christ, did you just hear that? Yeah, that's That's the thunder here. Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, and I think that just goes to show you right there that I'm onto something because the heavens decided to reinforce my theory right as I finished the sentence. It's getting religious. It's getting, no, it's not religious. It's, it's ominous. Religious. It's ominous. So I think that's what it is. I think the manufacturers are... Um, are offering these seconds to the cigar-fed people, and they are rebranding them after they buy those seconds, and that's that. Well, and, and it has to be because, and I'll tell you why. Um, because it says quantities are limited. Once these beauties are gone, they're gone. Right. Uh, if you could make money selling something, and you had the ability to keep making it you would keep making it. Right. Right. So here, let me read you the description of the white chocolate mocha cigar that they're also selling on this particular email. Peddling. White chocolate mocha is a full-bodied, medium strength, and oh-so-smooth. Flavors of cocoa, vanilla bean, not just vanilla, folks, but vanilla bean, buttercream, I don't even know what buttercream, like the frosting, I guess? Cane sugars, again, very specific cane sugar, right? Couldn't just say sugar. Right. Uh, leather, because that's always such a, a fine palate choice, is leather. Uh, cinnamon, pepper, cedar, and coffee bean. Okay. Just one, though, just coffee bean. There's only one, <laughs> one, one coffee bean in, in, in there. So I'm not really sure what that's about. But You um, know what that sounds like? That sounds like a cigar bags. that has so much flavor in it. That, that it's, you can't pick out. You can't any of taste it. anything. It's you just taste a big conglomerate of flavors, and I feel like that's not good. It well, you know what flavor you're tasting? It's called tobacco, right? Because it's it's a tobacco. Because that's what product. it is. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, that, I've always found that that release their release schedule so bizarre. Um, and on another note. Are they? How are they getting around the FDA restrictions on releasing new things? Right, because I've been told by a certain cigar shop owner who was interested. Yeah, Who was that? That they can't release things right now. That you're. It's illegal to release new things. And yet I see new releases from almost everybody else. We All the time. All the time. And so either A, they've had these releases planned and they're in the books and that's how they get around the FDA. Or it's not illegal 
and they're allowed to do it, and maybe not everybody knows what the actual restrictions are. You know what I mean? Can we can we get that as the intro and outro to this podcast? <laughs> the listener, well, listener, um, is hoping we don't. So okay. the one listener. The one, Thank you yeah. for listening, listener. Hey, so I was introduced to a new product um, last last week when I was up uh, in Fairbanks, freezing my nuts off. Um, called Grinds. You familiar with Grinds? Is that anything like Grinder? I don't know what Grinder is. So. Okay, let's not play coy. Harrigan <laughs> burner. Let's not play coy. <laughs> You'll have to explain what your what your uh, favorite website is. I'm not sure. Well, what it is. I just want to make sure everybody knows that me and you met on Grinder. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? There's a helicopter. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. It's a helicopter. Yeah, it sounds like somebody killed somebody over there. I hear sirens and a helicopter. They're looking for somebody. <laughs> well, maybe he wants to stop by and burn one, you know? Luckily for you, you have an alibi. It's this podcast. I'll, t- I'll take a guest, you know what I'm saying? A little Any guest, guest burn here. Any guest, please. Um, no, so Grinds is... Um, it's coffee pouches. You're familiar with uh, the product um, Snus or Snus? Yeah, yeah. It's a tobacco product? Yeah. So these are those pouches, but they're full of coffee grounds. Huh. And uh, they're flavored. And let me tell you, one of them does you pretty good. If you put six or seven of them in your mouth, oh, you get going pretty good there, pal. Do you stick it in your, like, in between your gum yeah, and your lip? Yeah, in yeah. the gum and the lip, like, like dip. Huh. Really? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, so evidently they were on um, Shark Tank. Okay. And I, I'm not sure if they got an investment or not, and it's really not important to the story, but they were on Shark Tank. And anyways, uh, they're mass-produced now, and you can buy them online um, or at select convenience stores. Uh, you know, a s- select convenience store or fine purveyor of goods near you probably has one. Uh, but I had the, the uh, caramel flavor. I had the cinnamon bun, the and the winter green. Winter green? Winter it's like green. it's like legitimate dip. It is like, and it comes in a little dip container. Do you have to purchase it like over the counter, or can you just? Is it just on the rack somewhere that you can just grab? It was on a rack. We can go. It's okay. just coffee. It's just coffee. Sure, no, no but you never know. Because, and the reason I say that is because you look at what the FDA is doing with cigars and how they're making cigar manufacturers put specific labels because they don't want to market to children. And I feel like that is marketing to children, but marketing the idea of dipping to children. Yeah, no. And it's, um, so I was passing them out today at work. Um, and let me tell you, they are a crowd favorite. They're a hit, huh? They're a hit. They are quite a hit. So I'm, uh, getting ready to take a couple days off here in the coming weeks and uh, driving to New Orleans. Um, and I plan to do some grinding on the way. <laughs> that sounds... <laughs> that it, yeah, I plan to use the product, uh, the grinds. As the, you're going you're gonna do some grinding on Grinder on the way. Do some grinding on the way to, you know, with the product of, you know, the grinds pouch um, on the way to me. A little grinding, a little grinding. I'm, I, I'm going to look for those because I'm curious. Uh, I would like to try those. You can buy a uh, six-pack of them, like six, assortment of six flavors. I think it was like 25 bucks. Okay, it's a little, little more expensive than I thought it would have been. You know, I don't, I'm not, I just I mean, made that like, up. I'm not sure how much it was, but I know no. you could buy six, an assortment of six in a pack. So it's like four four ish dollars a yeah they a were probably they were probably four fifty ish for a tin up in um, Alaska so they they probably a little cheaper down here you know when it's not sixty degrees below zero um, and easier to deliver product sure a little cheaper sure um, okay well I'll, we'll put that on the tap that ash list of uh, acceptable of, uh, products 
acceptable products. Maybe we can get sponsored by them. I'm just saying, do a little grinding, you know, in your free time. That's all. Okay. All right. Well, that's... Um, I'll get right into that. I'll try as hard as I can. Struggling to wake up in the morning? Grind one out. Just, just, just grind one out. I, I feel like I say this every so often, but that's not static, you hear. Oh my god. It's the rain. The rain has picked up tremendously. It's coming down. And if I could be so bold as to say it's raining like cats and dogs out here. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's a real uh real Noah's Ark situation going on over there. Yeah, no, and we We're screwed, man. Nobody told me to get animals. Well you don't have you only have the one dog, so And a wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> and a kid. I, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You have those things. Yeah, you know. So, no, there's no breeding going on there. Oh God! Oh, I thought it was gonna be a lot louder than it was. So, I, I mentioned uh, a minute ago uh, doing some grinding up in New Orleans, Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, you did. And uh, we're headed up there for the uh, the barn smoker. Yeah, the, the, the Louisiana, Louisiana barn, smoker. barn Smoker. That's right, Louisiana Barn Smoker. So I've, I have been to uh, Florida Barn Smoker a couple times and was lucky enough to go to the Kentucky Barn Smoker uh, last year, I suppose. Uh, it was 2017, I guess. And uh, now I'm pretty pumped up about going to the Louisiana Barn Smoker. They're, they're, they're damn good time. They're fun. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little jealous because I have not uh, had the opportunity to go yet. Yeah, well, uh, they don't um, they don't have a Texas barn smoker yet, I guess. Which is surprising, I'll be honest. Uh, yeah. Isn't their plan, isn't Drew State's plan to expand the barn smokers, though? Well, I mean, I think they are, right? I mean, I think it started with a, probably the Pennsylvania or the Connecticut. And... Uh, you know, Florida, and then they rolled on Louisiana, and Kentucky rolled on. So I think they are slowly but, but surely um, kind of adding to the barn smoker family of products, if you will. But I'm I'm excited about going, and I think I think I'm only going to get more excited about going to the other barn smokers, like going up to Pennsylvania, going up to Connecticut uh, for those events. After this one, right? Because it's only going to sure. get more, more exciting. It's only going to sure. get more fun. Uh, they feed you. Uh, usually some barbecue of some kind. They ply you with tons of alcohol. Tons of cigars. And uh, lots of really, really cool people. Lots of really cool folks just kind of hanging out. All enjoying the same thing. It was Kentucky was uh, an interesting one. Because they actually took you into the curing barns. As they were building the fire, um, that that fire cured the, the tobacco from KFC. Yeah. So it was interesting, and we ate lunch uh, in a barn under curing tobacco leaf. That's pretty. That's pretty dope. It was cool, and Florida's interesting because Jeff from Corona Cigar Company owns the farm where they grow that Florida Sun Grown, and he. You know, again, there's lots of booze and, and lots of food and cigars and, and all that, but he takes you basically step-by-step step from a handful of tobacco seed uh, through the seedling process out to the fields. You get to pick a tobacco leaf if you want off one of the plants. Uh, you walk back through the curing barns, and then you end up at a, a small bit of the barn where uh, Willie... Herrera is hand-rolling cured um, FSG Puros, farm rolls, they call them, and just passing them out. Does he do it with the, you said they let you pick your own leaf. Does that, do they, is, is it a cured leaf they let you pick, or is it just from the field? No, so you pick it off the plant in the field. Okay. So, you, and you just, most of the time you just throw it away, like just leave it in the barn or whatever. Um, and I think they pitch them. I don't think they do anything with the leaves you pick. But um, 
And then, you know, he has cured tobacco, and he's got a big pile, and he's making farm-rolled puros, and it's pretty awesome to watch the guy do his thing and uh, pass out a cigar, right? You're smoking a cigar basically from the hands of Willie Herrera. Yeah, that's that sounds really cool, man. I'd, and it is. It's it's. Uh, I am jealous. It, it's a good time. So if you, you know, anyone listening, um, if you're by one of the cities that has a barn smoker, or hell, you like to travel, or you don't like to travel, um, you should. This travel's pretty awesome, and uh, so is barn smoker. So go to that. Yeah, I am. Um, I mean, my extent of cigar events has been the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Uh, An amazing event. It, it's fun. It's, it's it's every single year I've gone, which I've gone maybe four years, uh, three or four years, and it's always a fun time. Uh, I think they're getting a little expensive. Uh, I don't know what the... If, it's, if there's a legitimate reason behind the raising prices every year. Um, yeah, there is. It's called greed. It's called so, greed. And, and that's very well, honestly, that's what I feel like it is. Um, you know, but I... Man, cigar events are one of the best things as a cigar smoker. Somebody who's deeply rooted in the hobby of cigars to go to a cigar event where you're hanging around with these like-minded people who just like smoking cigars. They talk shit. They say the same stuff. I mean, it's very... Uh, it's very empowering and encouraging as a cigar smoker to find so many people that do the exact same thing you do. It, it is. And interesting, you know, I've been... been to a few more events than you have. Um, yeah, a lot more. Right, I moved down to really kind of the heart of cigars at least in the United States between Orlando and Tampa and Miami we're, we're pretty loaded down where I'm at so I've been to you know the Great Smoke I think it's the Great Smoke down in uh, Boca Raton uh, Florida and that's a that's that's a really cool event too and um, Tampa Cigar Bash a couple times and uh just a couple. I think I think I've been to Ybor City Cigar Festival. Anyways, I, I've been to a few different ones, but they're all basically um, variants of of each other, right? It's 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 a bunch of damn people that like cigars hanging out. And if you want to drink, you can drink. And if you don't want to drink, there's no pressure to drink. There's no pressure to do anything. You know, it's just there to have a good time and there to spend time with like-minded people. Um, I will say that the Great Smoke in Boca was a much, had, had a, a feel of a party versus the feel of a laid-back cigar festival like the Tampa Cigar Bash. But it's much more party atmosphere. Sure. Right, but... So um, it's Boca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one in Boca. So it was a, it was a real party, party shop, you know. It was, um... It was an after-party. And uh, you know, some things happened. I don't want to call anybody out. Um, you know, uh, I think I know what you're talking about, or I have an idea. Yeah, I think I think you do too. I, I you know, don't call anybody out. Alpha Dog, Alpha Dog, he did it, but I don't call anybody out, right? A little Espinosa action. <laughs> but um, <laughs> our friend Abe down there with Smoke In and. Uh, he threw a hell of an after party after a hell of a cigar day. Well, maybe one day we will have our own Tap That Ash Cigar Fest. Well, so interesting you say that. You know, Tap That Ash uh, in 2014, we actually sponsored the coming out party for uh, the New World. AJ Fernandez New World. Yes, at we did. Cigars at Waterford. Right here in um, the great city of Orlando, Florida. We did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was there. We made cupcakes and hung up a banner. You know? I was there. I saw it. And, and folks, that's all it takes to sponsor anything. Oh, no, that's it. I said, I'll bring cupcakes. And he said, great. Do you have a banner? We'll hang it up. I said, awesome. And they gave me like a shitload of free sticks. So, so there you go. Anybody who needs some advice on getting free shit. 
you can spend about 40 bucks to get yourself a good banner created with some jank ass name because no one's going to check you true and you just go when you say you sponsor it and it's done fair fair maybe we'll get a sponsor like a a bowl game or something one day that'd be fun huh (laughs) the tap that ash bowl the tap that ash cigar bowl yeah with the the tap that ash or tap that ash bowl with the associate sponsor grinds go grind it you know Jesus, you and this grinding thing. <laughs> That's a, it's a good product. Did they man. pay you, Air no, Burner? Did they no, pay they, you? No, I, I I make no money. I don't believe it. I'm going to email their PR people and and just see if there was a, a deal cut. You just want your half of it if there was. Well, yeah, did you sponsor it? Did you get paid under Tap That Ash? Did you get paid under Air Burner? That's the real question. Well, you'll have to have your people call my people. All right, well, I'll have my wife call your wife and hammer out the details. And they can talk about how stupid we both are. (laughs) Pretty sure they do that anyways. (laughs) All those idiots are outside podcasting again. I I told my wife that we were going to be... Mrs. Dirty or Mrs. Larry? Um... Mrs. Dirty. Mrs. Dirty. Dirty. That's the appropriate answer. That's the that's the appropriate answer. I told her today that uh, we were going to reboot Tap That Ash, and we had been talking about it, and we wanted to get back into it. And the way we were going to reboot it to start was podcast. And she said, "Cool." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so my my wife's actually not here. She's. uh, a little bit of business travel, but she texted me. She was on the train headed back to her hotel, and she said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "We're we're going to podcast." And she said, "Oh, okay, cool." So there you go, folks. <laughs> That's a supportive marriage right there. That's right. I mean, at least it's better than a no. You know, it's like. Yeah. Like, you're not doing that. Well, I think we all know that wouldn't work out real well. Not for you. not having that. I'm a bitch. I'm the bitch. <laughs> in this marriage. <laughs> and if my wife told me no, I would say, yes, ma'am. And then I'd ask, please, probably. That'd probably be the first thing I said. And then you'd clean the floors. Yeah. Or some of the such thing. Okay. So, so that really took a dramatic turn I wasn't expecting, I'll be honest. Well, it's not tap that ash if it didn't, right? Well, that's that's true. That's true. I was um I was thinking the other day, uh, around Halloween, um about the Tap That Ash Halloween special. <laughs> <laughs> With the, the scary world of the uh, machine Machine made cigars, yeah. And we brought those fake mustaches. Yeah, because that seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, no, it did. And then it really wasn't. No, we looked like idiots. Um, but we had fun. It's true. We, we did have a good time. But, boy, we looked stupid. So, uh, we, uh... It was good times. We had, if you remember, during that special... We had a guest reviewer with us. Was BBC. That, uh, eh. BBC. Matt Chris. Yep. Um, I'll just ask you the question right here, Eric and Burner. When's the last time you talked to BBC? Oh, it's been years. Uh, yeah. I think the last time I talked to him was, "Hey, buddy, I'm gonna be in fill in the blank city where you live." And he said, we should get together for dinner or a drink. And I said, yeah, we'll do that. He said, cool, man, let me know. Uh, About a week later, I was in said city, texted him, and never heard back. You got ghosted. You got ghosted. (laughs) It's been years, years. So So I hear hear from BBC every now and then. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard from him after I moved to San Antonio. 
Um, but just, just want to put it out there, BBC, if you are listening to this, because I'm sure you might be at some point, because we'll probably, we'll probably hear that we're doing this. You're a baby back bitch. <laughs> so, shots fired. Shots fired. How far are you on your cigar right now, Eric Brenner? Uh, I don't know. I probably got an inch and a half left. <laughs> Story of your life, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm down to I'm I'm nubbing it at this point. I've I I probably have less than an inch, and I'm gonna keep going with it because it's the thing is, as we talked about it before, was that we didn't really feel like it was on par with what the jalapeno was, do you well, at least like that it? we remember. I do, I do like it, and uh, that's the thing. That's like where a I was piece of plywood. Now, see, that's where I was getting at with it. Is I'm gonna keep going because I think it tastes good. It's but it's not complex to me, you know. It's not. It's not terribly. Con- I mean, you get. I get a little bit of I, that plywood. I get a little bit of woody, in in it. Yeah. But it's it's tobacco, that little bit of wood notes, and then just that very small sprinkling of spice when I take a draw, and I feel it on the back of my throat. Yeah, it's it's a it's a boring cigar. In that it's uh, uh, not yeah. complex. Right. Right. And and I'm with you on that. I I would agree. Um, and I, and I, I just have to, it makes sense to me that the spice and maybe flavor complexity that are in these uh, Carolina Reapers just decreases and mellows the longer they sit. Because who knows, you know, I bought this, let's just say I bought it in May. You know, that's been sitting around for six to seven months that I've had it in my humidor. Then who knows how long they had it. So say maybe it's been sitting around for a year. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's a consideration. I I would like, which there's no way probably of ever knowing, but I would like to be able to get a Carolina Reaper that just got sent to the store, like that was that just showed up and smoke it. Yeah, perhaps. I don't know. I mean, the last time I did that was like a you know fresh to the store, crack open the box was uh, 2015 TAA uh, exclusive Tatuaje and it I think that I think it was the, the tat version anyways and it was just all ammonia it's like well and I drinking I think ammonia. those those Tatuaje TAAs were they say that at least about the 20 15, I, I feel like I remember that about that specific but they mellowed, blend. right? They, yeah, they mellowed they as, did. They wait, as they age. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Well, I'd be I'd be willing to try it. But yeah, it's it's not a cigar that knocks your socks off this this Carolina Reaper. But it's interesting because um, I would say the jalapeno is. It is. And you would think that in varying degrees, right? They had a jalapeno they had a ghost pepper, and they had the Carolina Reaper. And I believe there it's that order, right? Like A, B, and C. I believe that's the order. And so you would think that the Carolina Reaper would be just, just heaps of spice and heaps of flavor, and I just don't feel like I'm getting that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, a weird cigar. It's not my favorite. I, I have a couple other in there, and, uh, you know, man, I'm sure I'll smoke one, but... Um, Send them my way. You got my address. Yeah, like I said, I'm sure I'll smoke them, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That you know, speaking of sending cigars, I need to put together a package for you because you've never had a yellow rose from Crowned Heads, which is a Texas exclusive. Yeah. Yep. And I feel like the Yellow Rose is phenomenal, a phenomenal cigar. Um, have you ever had the Tennessee Waltz? I have not. And I feel like the Tennessee Waltz sucked. But okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> that's it. That's that's pretty much it. Tennessee Waltz sucks. Okay. Well, so that's bold. on the record. On the record. 
Yep. But funny enough, the Tennessee Waltz that I got, I bought from a cigar shop here in San Antonio. And I don't know why they have a Tennessee Waltz here. I feel like it might have been a mix-up. Like, well, why does we sent you Tennessee Waltz? No, why does um, Good Karma in Lubbock have acid windy cities? Sure, because it's a Chicago, right. Chicago cigar, right? It's so Chicago subculture version. So I feel like uh, people do that, buy stuff and sell it across state lines. I feel like that's a, I don't know, maybe a federal crime or something. I don't know. Well, it makes sense that a cigar shop would have, I guess for lack of a better term, sister cigar shops, right? Where they know somebody or they met somebody from wherever and they say, well, listen, we're going to get a cigar. You're going to get B cigar. How about we just swap? We'll send you a few boxes of ours. You send us a few boxes of yours and then everybody wins. Um, Yeah. So just so you know, I just pitched it. Like, really? Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was not good. And it was starting to go out. And, uh, I'm over it. So. Okay. All room. right. Well. All right. So let's in top that ash fashion. Let's talk about these pros and cons of the cigar, overall, and then let's let's give it a rating between both of us. Do you want to start since you're done? Yeah. So I think. Um, I honestly think the Vitola is both a pro and a con. Um, in that it's kind of cool. It's an interesting looking cigar, interesting feel in, in, when you're holding it. And, but it's it's hard to get a razor tight burn on it, and I think it's because of the Vitola. I think it's the way you light the nipple, and it kind of burns uneven as it moves across the the crown of the cigar. It crowns up, up up into the big uh, you know into that the actual body of the cigar. Um, I enjoyed the spice at the beginning, did not enjoy the way it transformed to a piece of plywood, honestly, at the end. Um, not such a fan of that. So, I think, you know, overall, uh, it's probably getting, uh, it's probably getting that 7 out of 10. Oh, really? A 7? It's probably getting a 7, and, and you know, I'm a little... Oh, it's a little rusty. We haven't done this in a little while, but we're going to say 7 out of 10. And, uh... Okay. That's where we're okay. at. So. Alright, so... So I'm with you, I think, on... the per- That Perfecto uh, Vitola is interesting. I mean, all of the peppers that Viaje has are that Perfecto Vitola. And... Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I, my, my issues, I don't, it's not a razor type burn. You're right. It's not razor type, but I haven't had to touch it up unless it went out. So for mine, it corrected itself at least. And I think I got to give it points for the fact that unless it went out, I didn't have to touch it. Uh, but yeah, the, the flavor is very underwhelming to me. Uh, you, you get a little bit more flavor at the start. And I think Typically, cigars are like that anyways, but I expected more out of the Carolina Reaper than what I got. Um, I, I, I'm going to dub this Carolina Reaper the green bell pepper. That's fair. And I, I think that is a good, uh, a good indication of how it might taste when you compare it to something like the jalapeno, which, by the way, every jalapeno that I've ever had has been consistent. It's had the spice. It's had the flavor. Um, and this one just hasn't. So uh, I was surprised you gave it a seven because I was thinking of giving it like a five or a six. But see, I um, think it's better than that. I think it's a, still a solid cigar. It, it, I'm not saying it's it, not solid, no, no, right? So, but if you had smoked it in a vacuum, um, well, first of all, a vacuum wouldn't be able to smoke it. But if you smoked it in a cultural vacuum of not knowing anything about the jalapeno, sure, then you probably don't have that preconceived notion about um, what it should be or what it shouldn't be. It would just be a cigar with a funny name. You know, and, and an interesting brand. Um, so it's not a bad cigar. So I, I had a hard time giving it less than than, you know, kind of 
upper middle class, if you will, just because it's not a bad stick. Well, so for me, a five and a six, just say five and a half. I'm going to give it a 5.5. Um, to me, that's a very smokable cigar. Um, I, I'm, we can look back if we wanted to at all the cigars we ever smoked that I gave fives and sixes, and I think I'd smoke them all again. So I don't think it's a bad cigar. Uh, I don't think it's worthy of being a seven, and I think maybe that's the delineation you have to make, right? You're looking at it and rating it from a perspective of somebody who's not not you specifically, but generally somebody who's never had a jalapeno before. They might say, "Well, hey, this is a good cigar. It's got it's got some flavor in it. It's got a cool vitola." Um, other than the the burn issues and the relight issues, it was a solid smoke. I think I'm looking at it from that non vacuum. Uh, perspective of I've had a jalapeno, I know that I like the jalapenos sure. and I expected this to be a little bit more punchy than the jalapeno was and it was not so that's where my score I think goes a little bit down yeah no and that's totally fair um, I guess it's all about how you what your preconceived notions are, what your bias is going in because um, obviously I had that bias too, right? Because I thought, well, this thing sucks compared to the jalapeno, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Interesting cigar. Interesting, I think, thinking back over the podcast, uh, interesting podcast in that we're, we're pretty much all over the place, so. Yeah. But it's been fun yeah, sitting here talking to you. Yeah, no, it's been absolutely fun, and, um, I mean, I think this is going to be something that we do regularly. I think we're going to nail down some more technical aspects of it to get used to it. And, um, and you know, maybe we, we throw in some Google Hangout type videos, uh, you know, once we start getting back on the circuit, so to speak, a little bit more and, um, you know, have people uh, listening to podcasts and stuff. Maybe we, we, we do a full on Google Hangout where we bring in a couple people uh, you know, we've done that before. Yeah, yeah. No, we were in the, the heyday of Tap That Ash, so... But, uh, no, it's 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 been fun, and I think it's... it For what it's worth, it was a good zero zero one episode of the Tap That Ash podcast, working title. Yeah, working title. So, I think the only thing left to do now is, uh... Well, I guess it's sign-off, and uh, it's pretty late, so I'm gonna go get my grind on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, okay. All right. Podca- this podcast is over. Yeah, <laughs> burn go, out. Go get your grind on, and uh, and th- everybody, thanks for listening. And uh, we hope to to have you come back and listen to the the next ones as we do them. Or if you hated it, don't do it. I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's not a big deal. <laughs>